This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'm going to be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What is up? Welcome back. Yeah. Got a lot to talk about. I thought uh, I thought we were going to lose you again. It was a rough weekend for you. <clears throat> Wasn't the finest. No, no. I had the bum gravy. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah, the trots, man. It uh, it gets us. Yeah, the bum gravy on yeah, Wednesday. Right on Thanksgiving, though. Well, but you know what, though, you I rallied, gotta tell didn't you, you? Uh, th- Thursday was fine. Yeah. So I, I had to miss last Wednesday's show. I was very disappointed uh, because that was a big show. Yeah, you did get called out, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. By your man crush, Dan Lanning. He was none too happy with your <laughs> shenanigans. Oh. Well, Lanning asked me, he's like, he's like, hey, yeah, where's your partner? And I said, I, I told him. I said, Do you think he, he knows my name? I don't think I, he knows I think he's name. aware of us. Name? Ooh, I don't know. He doesn't know which is which. Probably not. No. I'm going to start telling him I'm Sue. <laughs> so uh, when, I, when I told him, I said he's not feeling well. And I, I, I said when I was coming in today, he was walking out. I said he just he, he couldn't do it. He said he had to, he had to pull the, the shoot. <laughs> and so I asked Lanning, I said, have you ever had to coach when you're really sick, and he looked oh. right at me, and he goes, or he looked right at me. He got real serious. He looked at you. He was here. No, he like he got through real, the phone. He got real serious and uh, and said, "I don't get sick." <laughs> and I was like, "Ever?" And he he goes, "Yeah, being sick's a choice." Hmm. He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> so he goes, "Sounds like your partner needs to make a better choice." And we like delve into this, and I was like, "Is this a, a real thing?" He's like, "Oh yeah." He goes, "My wife hates it when I uh, when I when I claim that." So when his when his wife or his kids get sick, Lanning does the hey being sick is a choice. Yeah, and quite well, frankly, um, he's unhappy with your choice. And I asked him <laughs> maybe if uh, he could give you next time a little uh, pregame, and I, I, he's into it. I, I think he is good because I told him hey. your immune system is not the best. Your immune <laughs> system's like five and seven, and quite frankly, that's not cutting it for Dan Lanning. Hey, I'm down. I, yeah. I look, nobody jumped on the Dan Lanning bandwagon. Earlier than me. No, okay? you, you're that, all aboard. That is my guy. So yeah. if he wants to do something about my <laughs> uh, feeble immune system, I, I am all for it. I, I will listen to that. I, I tell you what, Being man. Being sick is a choice. When I had, by the way, that is so on brand for him. <laughs> God. Um, but 
you know, I'll let it slide. Yeah. Um, there are people that believe that. Yeah. Dan Lanning being one of them. Sometimes they need about 36.7% less tea. <laughs> you know, not everything equates to toughness, you yeah. know, but, uh, you know, I mean, that low-level masculinity coming out again. Yeah. yeah. I get it. That's football. <laughs> it's, it's the football world. It's football, man. That's how it is. It's the packed wheel. But when I was when I was uh, when I had the sour apple quick step on Wednesday, I sh- so what he's saying is I should have just decided not to. Yes. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Is that how you felt when you were on the bathroom uh, floor <laughs> puking your guts out like, a couple weeks ago? Wasn't that? Didn't you have? Yeah, I want to say it was like, like two months ago. You I had did like s- the norovirus. Or yeah, something? I slept on the bathroom floor. Did you? Did you think about? You know what? Maybe I should just choose not to. No, I, I will tell you that uh, while you are curled up in the fetal position in front of the uh, Roman god of porcelain, you aren't really making a, a choice. And by the way, can I just say if you are going to throw up, um, like an Italian soup is Italian anything. It's awful. We had like homemade zuppa toscana and like garlic bread. Well, if you're puking or if you're nauseous, anything that has a pungent odor, it doesn't even matter if it smells good normally. If it's like you don't, you want no smells. No, it's ruined me. I can't have it. I can't have Italian food. Yeah. Like I'll be like driving by an Italian place and the smell hits me and I'm like, dude, you get that. The f away from me, and uh, well, brutal. credit to Souk for asking Coach Lanning. Uh, you know what? Have you ever coached a game? What would you do if you're not feeling great? But it, it wasn't far enough, Souk. You did not ask him Uh-oh. how. How would you coach during mud butt? How, how would you? <laughs> how would you have to contend with dealing with he, mud butt on ooh, the side? I like think great. Lanning just wills it away. I do. I okay. think he. I think he would like get a piece of leather, and he would just like bite down on it, and it would stop. I really think that he just. I think he can will himself. To have it not be a thing. Now, Joe Paterno can't well, because uh, that happened to Joe Pa and he had to change his pants. If if, if Dan Lanning, first of all, Dan, you got to remember, Dan Lanning's 37. Yeah. He's probably not dealt with the Rangoon <laughs> runs like we have in our 40s and almost nearing the 50s. You and, know, like getting old is not for, work, the week, uh, yeah, for the the faint of heart. He doesn't know what's in for him. Right now, he's, he's you know, you know, he, he's in good health. Yeah. And, and also, the thing about coaches, I would imagine with coaches, you kind of have to have that attitude because they can't really call in sick. Like, no. I mean, you have to. Lincoln Riley missed a couple days earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, he did. And guess what happened to USC? Seven and five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Lincoln Riley made a choice, and what did it lead to? Seven and five. Rob, you want to be at the Sun Bowl? Mm. Huh? You want to be? Is that, is that where this show's going? Is that in El Paso? Yeah, it's in El Paso. No, I'll make that choice as well. I will not Thank be you. at the Sun Bowl. Thank you. Um, but yeah, he should have made a better choice. Yeah. I don't know, but coaches, you know, they got they kind of have to, you know, you know how it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not sick. No. Anyway, I was sick. Yeah. And well, then here's the good news. The good news is I woke up Friday and I was, or I mean Thursday and I was fine. Yeah. For Thanksgiving, so I was able to partake and enjoy Thanksgiving. And then Friday I went down again, but not mm. with the uh, bum gravy. Just yeah, just got sick. Well, they they do say it, it is a proven fact. Like like the Jordan flu game, right? Your body. They say like when competition, it, it's a uh, it's a fight or flight thing. So when I saw that turkey on the, and yeah. the stuffing on the table, I yeah. I nutted up. So maybe it is a choice. Well, they they do say it is a it is a scientifically proven fact um, uh, that when when athletes um, compete, and I am an athlete, yes, there is like you see all the time that athletes play through injury, right? And then like an hour after the game, they can't move. Or you see where a guy's really sick, he can't get out of bed, and he goes out and has this amazing game. And they say that your body has the ability in fight-or-flight situations to 
shut everything off and be like, hey, we have to get through this. And competition or anything that that gets your heart rate up like that, your body doesn't know the difference between competing in a game of basketball or or football and it's the same thing that we had a hundred thousand years ago when a bear was chasing you. It's fight or flight. Right. And so you can suppress that. And I wonder if Thanksgiving hit and you're like, hey, it's time to compete. Time to man up. Yeah. And your body was like, not today. And I've then got some Cabernet I gotta drink. Exactly. And then as soon as it was over, your body was like, Well, we survived and here we are. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I am definitely high level athlete, but uh I guess I guess it remains to be seen. Yeah. I don't know. It's, well, un, it's unproven. Man, I, you're, you're back. You made a choice to be here today, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Well, it's because a big day. there's a lot to get. Yeah. To. I mean, this is the time of year, man. Yeah. I mean, we've got and we've got another short week. Well, yeah, because Thursday we got Seahawks. Yeah. And then Friday there's this little thing called the Pac-12 Championship game that we got to get to, and right. You know, it's you got two fan bases, well, three fan bases right here that that, that are in the uh, the lexicon right now. Two are nearing the peak of what you can be as a, 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 a as a program, and then you got one who, I'm not gonna lie, this when I look at Oregon State, I don't know if I can ever remember a program going from the start of the year and what was ahead of you to like let's go six months before the season started. I've never seen anything that looked so good end so poorly maybe in my entire life and i don't care what the ad says with another meaningless statement about how we're moving forward and we're going to fend the program at a at a power five level make no mistake about it this is one of the darkest days in power five football this isn't smu getting the death penalty i i can't recall another power five program going through something quite like oregon state has gone through over the last 12 months and don't let the AD in any statement try to sell you on any sort of uh, sunshine here. Maybe they dig their way out of it eventually, but this this well, sucks, and they deserve better. People never believe ADs anyway. No, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Oregon fan, Oregon State fans, not stupid. <laughs> I mean, I think they see what's going on. Uh, we will get to that. We've got a lot to get to. It is a huge Monday uh, broadcast. I don't say that lightly. Uh, so let's start with our poll question. AAA Heating and Cooling Family Business, helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Um, this is Friday's poll question on X at 1080 The Fan. We asked you, will Friday be the final civil war for the foreseeable future? <clears throat> uh, 68% of you said, nah, they'll play soon. That's good. Yeah. Some optimism there. Uh, 25% said, nope, it's done. And then 7% said, no, uh, but it should be done. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's there's definitely those out there that that yeah. want to be done. I think it'll get done. I don't know. Maybe they may take a, a year break. But uh, Kerry Edgar's had it today that he uh, is reporting that it deals haven't been signed. Contracts need to be finalized. But there is a schedule in place, according to those uh, close to the program. So hopefully soon that that will be done. And I would assume that if, if the Civil War was going to continue at least next year, some of that stuff already would have leaked. I haven't heard anything on that. I know they're still discussing it. So it may take a break, but I think eventually it comes back. Um, but it may not necessarily be next year. But we'll see, because it sounds like we'll get a Beaver schedule sooner than later. So our poll question is on X, at 1080TheFan, and today we're asking you, who is the best college football team in the country? Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, or... 
Washington. <laughs> know who it's not. Vote and vote hard. You know, I had to put Washington on there, yeah. Jace, because or- a lot of people think it's Oregon. Yeah. And because of the way they're playing. Mm-hmm. But only one team beat Oregon, and that team is undefeated. So Washington deserves a spot, sure. even though they will not get many votes on that list. I'm still convinced um, that something is wrong with Michael Penix. I don't buy it. Yeah, I, I tend I, to agree. I, I don't buy the emotion thing, putting his head in the electronics thing, the, right. the code over. I don't buy it. That when, was weird, wasn't it? It was very weird. When you watch his mechanics, it doesn't... Well, let's explain that. If you didn't see the Apple Cup, uh, they snuck one out again. Yeah. And he was he buried his head in the what was that? I think it's like where you keep like the like the Microsoft tablets, you know, like yeah. where they charge them. It's right. like it's a storage container, but I, I think that's where they charge the tablets and then down below there's yeah. whatever so, else in there. So he just tucks his head back in there, does not watch the final game winning field goal. No. There's a security guy standing right in front of him and he does not he even they make the field goal, he hears the crowd. Yep. Doesn't turn around. He does not come up for air nope and then the next thing you know <clears throat> they're just showing that security guard walking him off with a coat draped over his with head. no one anywhere near him no players going near him yeah. no one touching him no one high-fiving him it was he really just strange. slumps over and leaves the field i don't buy it and then afterwards he claimed that so you he, think it's the rib thing from the I, I think there's something going on there i think there's a cracked sternum there's some cartilage damage afterwards they talked about because he took a couple shots in that game from stone and in, in, uh and in, in the washington state uh d-line and afterwards someone asked him and he got real uh he got real what are you talking about i, I never got hit i'm fine like come on he was 18 of 33 and and by the way he tried to give that game away the 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 final drive they had there Two of those balls should have been intercepted. Like I, I don't. He looks like a completely different quarterback. This, by the way, his first six games, and I get the competition has gotten better, but he shredded Oregon in the first half. Shredded them. Did whatever he wanted to, and then he got hit. So this is this is him in his first six games. 155 of 215, 72 percent, 2300 yards, 20 touchdowns, three picks, 190 passer rating. Last six, this is after Oregon, when, he, when he, he did not look good in the second half. 125 of 212, that's 59%, 12 touchdowns, 5 picks, and 136 passer rating. That is not the same player. Well, he doesn't look it. No. And so now they go into Friday's uh, game against Oregon as a nine-point underdog. How about that line? And I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll lay the points. <sighs> that's pretty high. Unless something changes, Oregon is going to roll them. Uh, all right, so we will get to more of that game in the next, uh, hopefully the next couple of days, well, obviously the next couple of days, because it is a short week. Let's come back, and would you like to start with the perhaps final Civil War, or would you like to start with what Oregon State is going through? I'll give you a, the choice there. I, I think the Beaver thing, unfortunately, is probably I, okay. I think the, the bigger the bigger impact right Jonathan now. Smith is gone. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I saw some of the videos today they put out of him on his uh, on the private jet, it's landing in East Lansing. It's really poor form. He's got his uh, scarf scarf on. Yeah, is it poor form? Why? He took th- another job. The way all that went down, that that stinks. It sucks. Yeah. I get it's the way it is, but yeah. They, well, let's they, talk they, about they it. deserve better. All right, so we'll get to that uh, coming up next. Three fourteen on Zifan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, pleased to have you along. Here it's uh, Monday with Isaac. That's me. <laughs> Big Sook's right over there. Right here. Uh, we have a lot to discuss. We'll get to the Civil War game, of course, the Pac-12 championship. But uh, first and foremost, uh, Oregon State is going through it. Yeah. As they have lost Jonathan Smith. Yep. He is uh, taking the Michigan State job. So he's out of here. You probably can't really blame him, can you? No, I don't, I don't blame him. Um I just think when when you look at, at the way all this went down, you know, this goes back to, I mean, this has been going on for a month and a half, two months. I mean, he knew he was gone a long time ago. And I guess I give him some credit, you know, for, for not doing the, uh, the song and dance of I'm not going anywhere. So I guess you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But going into that Arizona game when he's still negotiating with Michigan State, you're a one-loss team with a chance to, to, to win the Pac-12. You think you have a legitimate chance to win the Pac-12. And you you say this all the time. And and I know you were you were gone on Wednesday, but by Wednesday the 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 cat was out of the bag. You know, and, and you know by Thursday morning it was all but confirmed by anyone in the know. And you say well, he this, basically said He it. basically said it. So when when you have a coach that is looking Which don't I mean sorry, sorry to cut you. Don't you think it's somewhat commendable that he was honest about it i mean what's he supposed to say i just he, the what, guy's bailing and he came out on a radio show and he said look my agent has a job to do that's why i pay him he's doing his job and he he essentially said i mean i'm gone I, yeah i mean but to you but and, to, and then at the end of it he said all i'm trying to do is be honest with you and but I, to I your point best you can say. when you're doing this you are not giving your team everything and this was a big year for Oregon State. Yeah. It was maybe their only year for the foreseeable future. And everything you wanted was in front of you still when you started negotiations with Michigan State. And, you know, you beat Washington there, and you've got to crack it at going to the Pac-12 title game if you beat Oregon. And it still wouldn't have mattered. Your mind was still made up. And so to, to, to have those players and that fan base really have this be kind of your last stand and your last chance at really doing something special and knowing that for the last, let's say, six to seven weeks, your coach wasn't on board, and don't give me that he was. When, you're, when you aren't all in, everyone knows it to the point where, I mean, God, there were players going into the Civil War and the Washington game that knew it. That knew it. He basically told the well, team basically is, on Tuesday. But this is common, though. This happens every year. 
and I don't really know what you want him to say. Like he, first of all, the with the transfer portal thing and everything going on now with NIL, these coaching hires have to be buttoned up fast, yeah. faster than ever. Yep. So Michigan State had to get their guy, and they targeted Jonathan Smith, and so I. I guess it's it. He's damned if he does or damned if he doesn't. Because exactly. if he comes out um, the week of the Civil War and lies and, and denies and denies and denies, I think he looks worse. Because we all know, look, and and no one can blame him for leaving. We all knew he was leaving, yeah. and no one can really blame him for leaving. Look at what has happened at Oregon State. That's not it's unprecedented. His, it's not his fault. No. And I don't know. I think your ire should be if you are upset about. Jonathan Smith leaving or how it went down or, you know, any any element of any of this last week, how this went down, you, I think that ire is misdirected because it, it's possible that Jonathan Smith is upset at the university. Sure. You know, that's his school. He played there. Yeah. He came back there. Scott Barnes sold him a vision. He came back there. And it um, fell out from underneath him. And, and they absolutely... Of course it did. Yeah. Look at this. It's a mess. Yeah. And I don't really understand why Scott Barnes isn't taking more heat. Somehow, some way, the lexicon has flipped this into Ed Ray, who doesn't even work there anymore, is is a bigger issue than Scott Barnes or the current president at Oregon State. Everyone had a hand in this crumbling. Everyone sure. in the Pac-12. And that includes Washington State and Oregon State's current administration so maybe jonathan smith kind of said f you like you we could th there were plenty of roads for this to be handled way better and it wasn't i think it just turned out and, and maybe so i'm leaving this was and then this was maybe foolish on on beaver fans part was there was hope that he when the moment the pac-12 <laughs> collapsed you knew that it was a matter of time yeah you, like you didn't sign up with to, him with him yeah you knew it was a matter of time because he didn't sign up for this. Yeah, dude, he's not going to the Mountain West. Um, I think there was hope that he would stay in Shepherd their their way through the the tough times. Okay, and and two things can be true at the same time. And and I said this on on when when the news came out. I don't fault Jonathan Smith for what he did, but at the same time, I can feel that what happened to those fans and what happened to those players is. Also, really, really crappy. I put myself in in those shoes if I'm one of those players. And and you heard some of them come out, uh, you know, from from Bolden to Martinez. Uh, we we've heard some of them come out and basically say as much. To be told, and this is why I'm all for players taking whatever they can, whenever they can, shut up about the transfer portal or NIL because it's always the players that get the raw end of end of the uh, the stick here, and. I just I I feel for those guys that had a chance to do something really special, and I feel like for the last month or a month and a half, the coaching staff wasn't there, and yet they were still preaching it. I understand why they had to do it. It doesn't mean that I have to like the way it went yeah. down. No, that's fair. But it also goes to show you too that it, it whether it was Michigan State or UCLA or one of the other jobs that was open. The only part that's dishonest to me, the only part, is the idea that Michigan State is some sort of giant destination job. No. It was the first good job that was the train leaving Corvallis. Well, and it's the Big Ten. It's the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't think he goes to Michigan State if the Pac-12 doesn't crumble. 100%. I think he stays I believe that, yes. He'll, he'll stay at Oregon But State. I think, and this is why I said to me, I've never seen a program that's outside of maybe SMU and the death penalty that's going to go through a darker stretch here. And that is... 
you know, you don't have a schedule. Supposedly one's coming, but we know it's not going to be great. You can say all you want that you're going to fund the program as a power five level. It's not a power five. You don't have direct access to it, to it, to a championship. You don't know what the next two years is going to going to hold. You just lost your head coach. You took most of the staff with you and December 4th is going to come. And my guess is, and I hope I'm wrong. And, and I know Martinez has come out and, and made some bold claims that he wants to be there. I personally think that this roster between graduation and the transfer portal is about to be absolutely gutted. And you're not going to be able to recruit right now for the next two years under uncertainty. Um, chances are you end up with a first-year coach, probably Bray, who I think would be a great, you know, hopefully guy to stabilize this. But I've just never seen a program that went from where Oregon State was to rebuilding to a 9-10 to win team two years in a row to a legitimate title contender with a great young coach who you thought could stay because he was his alma mater and within 12 months to be where you're well, at. And that's why— it's just devastating it is devastating it's it's awful and not even a duck fans i i don't think most duck fans they don't want this no nobody wants no. this is just an s sandwich yep but i also you tell me should scott barnes still have a job no i mean i, I don't understand how that guy continues to be at the helm there when this has all happened like what you just laid out is catastrophic yes he was at the helm of all of it yeah. and the president of course the president there's other I mean, you're not just gonna but ed ray deserves a lot of blame because he was a larry yeah uh, i get that he was a larry scott guy. i get that but i just it's so weird to me that ed ray gets more heat than scott barnes yeah like come on yeah. ed ray's not even there yeah and i get it this has been a long time coming and there are a lot of fingers to point but Scott Barnes was in that room when this when this was all going down. Scott Barnes was in that room before this was all going down, yeah. and he somehow skates all criticism. I don't know, man. I I don't I don't get it. Um, you're right. It's it's absolutely awful for Beaver Nation. I don't know what they do, but I I just don't blame Jonathan Smith. I think he handled it as as about as. I mean, I don't. I don't know what else he could have done. He was he was screwed either way. Yes, because he can't lie about it. Or I mean, he can, but then that's when we criticize coaches when they lie about it. So honest, he was honest yeah. about it, and that torpedoed maybe torpedoed the Civil War. Although I think Oregon had one for Oregon State, no matter what. But they the, <clears throat> the players knew before there was no that thing was over before it started. I just want let's let's pause, and when we come back, you said something that I want to follow up on because. I actually think, I mean, I, I like Jonathan Smith. Jonathan Smith did a great job at Oregon State. But I, what, can I be the first to question Michigan State hiring him? Sure. Can I be the first? Absolutely. Or is somebody else already? Are they already? Are they on Spartan Radio right now yelling about? I think they're. I think they're pretty excited. Are they? Yeah. And they should be. Like Jonathan Smith is a good football coach. Yes. But one thing. Sure. Uh, and we'll get to that next. Three twenty nine. Here is Schultz with Sports Center. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, it is 3.35 with Isaac and uh, Souk. We are talking about the departure of Jonathan Smith, who is now the coach at Michigan State. I would like to be, uh, would like to be the first to question uh, this hire for Michigan State. I mean, I, I get why he may fit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be because he's a program builder. Yes. I mean, he did a great job of that, taking uh, not much of anything and, and building it up, particularly along the lines. Did and a he, really good job. And he's taking his job. offensive line coach with him as well. So, Well, and he's adept offensively, um, and you want that in today's game. So uh, there's a lot to like about Jonathan Smith. Mm-hmm. I, I think Jonathan Smith is a good coach and did a great job, uh, and I mean great, at Oregon State. At the same time, I think, and this is what I wanted to question, and I want to know your thoughts on this. Um, All things being equal, let's say the Pac-12 stayed together and all this other hullabaloo is not going on. I mean, he he was the one thing you had going in a sea of choppy water. Everything else was crumbling around him. Yeah, and you were hoping he was going to be the guy to shepherd you through. Well, and he, and so, like, the last thing that was, that, that would be on the topic list today, considering everything that's happened with Oregon State, and the Pac-12 would be the job that Jonathan Smith did did this season. Yeah. Okay. But take all that other stuff away. I wonder if we wouldn't be saying how disappointing this season is for Oregon State. Let's say the Pac-12 stayed together. None of this. None of that's an issue. He's staying at Oregon State, and you know they go into this season. They they won ten games last year mm-hmm. or nine games in the regular season. Won the bowl game, obviously. Same chance this year. You know. And so then they upgrade the quarterback position, mm-hmm. and they are amongst the talk of the top of the league, along with Utah, USC, who ended up taking steps back in Oregon and Washington. And they didn't have major injuries. Uh, and they followed that up with eight and four. Now, this is what I wanted to ask you. To me, that's that's not good enough. Um, and it's disappointing considering where expectations were. But I think you might have insinuated last segment that you think it all went south because he was already leaving Oregon State and going to Michigan State. Yes. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay, all the way back to the first. All well, the way the going first back. First loss was Washington State. First loss, Washington State. So no. that that right there, that was that right there. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's an inexcusable loss. Washington State kind of got going t- towards the end of the season again. <coughs> that one hurts. And at one time they were cooking, but you can't lose that game. No, you can't. And they lost that game. And then the the whole thing with the uh, fake field goal, of the Arizona game, cost them dearly. Yep. Right. And I get a lot of these lo- uh, losses were close, 
But I just feel like after upgrading the quarterback position and going into the season with expectations coming off of the one that they just had with everything in place, I actually thought it was a pretty disappointing year for Oregon State. Now, of course, this is not going to be talked about because there are so many other things on that. Yeah, there's a lot of layers. <laughs> on that list to discuss that are that are bigger issues. But I didn't think he had a great year. And quite frankly, I think when he goes to Michigan State, while he's maybe a good fit initially to build up the program, I don't know what their expectations are there. <clears throat> I don't know if they have sort of Kansas, Kentucky type expectations, or if they're more in along the lines of the Texas A&M, Michigan's. Because if it's the latter, they're going to be. I think long term, they're going to be disappointed with Jonathan Smith. I think that's that. Guy, that's a guy that's going to win eight games, can win eight games, can build the program. But I, there's a lot of leaky oil in that that I saw with Oregon State, um, and maybe it's because he was leaving. And and, and that's I'm and that's something wrong. that I'll never know. And and maybe as this goes on, because plenty of players are speaking out, and I'd like to see, I'd like to see them come out and 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 actually give interviews on this. Because uh, right now we're getting a lot of retweets, we're getting a lot of likes on comments from lots of players. Uh, who was it recently? It might have been Damian Martinez that said, "Hey, when it was us against the world, I didn't realize it was us against the world and our coach." And he like he reposted that or liked it. I mean, this is taking some good shots. And so I asked the question. I think Jonathan Smith was checked out a long, long time ago. Maybe even at the start of the season. I think when the Pac-12 collapsed, I think he was looking for the first ship out of town. And, and and so we'll never know. But from Washington State, which whatever, but certainly Arizona, Washington, and Oregon, he was all but gone during those and was deep in negotiations with Michigan State. And I'll go back to Mike Holmgren in the Super Bowl against the Broncos when the, the Packers inexplicably lost that game and going back to back to what you say all the time, that when college coaches have one foot out the door, look at Mario Cristobal, oh, yeah. it trickles down. Teams, teams feel it. Players feel it. Staff feels it. Everyone starts looking for an exit, uh, an exit sign. Although Elko didn't the didn't A and M hire Elko? Yeah. Duke just had a big win this last weekend, didn't they? Well, Elko wasn't going to be the guy. That's a whole other thing. They hired Stoops, Stoopsy, and they floated that to see how it went, and they got Shianu'd. I mean, that that you want to talk about what an interesting job A and M is? They made a decision to hire uh, the the Kentucky coach, uh, Mark Stoops. And collectively, the AM fan base on social media said, yeah, no, we're not doing that. I don't really understand why they didn't think he was good enough. And they had but... to put their tail between their legs and shift and ended up going with Elko, who, by the way, was a coordinator at AM. So there you go. So maybe Elko, you're saying Elko. He was their second choice. Well, okay, but you, you think that Elko did not have one foot out the door. You think that's like a lot. Like, see, see what I mean? Like, some these coaches... And we can go through them all. I do think, obviously, we've been talking about this over the last couple of years. I do think there's something to college teams in November who are losing their coach. Yeah. They they go south. It, sure. de it definitely has. Cristobal is a great example. Yep. Um, and Oregon State may be that this year. I just didn't. I didn't. It's just unclear when it all started. Exactly. But you know? Michigan State fired their coach a long time ago. And to me, the the Jonathan Smith stuff. It sounds like he was. If not their top target, you know, maybe they they shoot for the moon on a couple of them and they get told no. Michigan State, let me just say this too to Beaver fan, because I've got your back here, but you got to stop with the Michigan State being the same job as you. Michigan State is such a better job than Oregon State. I mean, so can we, that's the one thing we need to be honest about. Stop it. Do you realize in the last 13 years since 2010, do you know how many 11, not 10, 11 win seasons Michigan State has? Seven. 
Five BCS games, including going to the BC, including going to the playoffs. So do they have expectations like the folks do at AM? I think it's Wisconsin. So they know they're so not Ohio. Good. They know they're not Ohio State. They know they're not Michigan, which by the <laughs> way, they bitch slap Michigan under uh, uh D'Antonio for like five, six straight years. Michigan State, and by the way, they'll pay their coach 10 million bucks a year. So can we just stop with the idea that this is some sort of lateral move? Yeah, the, Mi- the, Michigan you, State is a much better program and a much better job. Than but Oregon he, but State. he probably doesn't take it. Yes, if, I don't think if, he takes it if the if everything if the Pac twelve stays. No, because they were going to get him to they were going to get him to seven or eight million bucks, especially yeah. if they were sticking around. He'd have been fun in the Pac twelve. He wouldn't have gone anywhere. You just as the Oregon State Beavers as a program as a whole. All all right, all right. We're we're hoping for ten win seasons. That was like twenty two into twenty three, yeah. right? That's been Michigan State for three decades. I, I love you, Beaver fan. I'm on your side here, but unfortunately, it's just not equal. I just think he it. was. I think he made, and this is just my opinion talking to people. I think when when that thing ended, and I mean the Pac-12, I think he was life raft. Where are we going? Strike while the iron's hot. I'm not sticking around on this. And the Michigan State's a good job. And I think he would have well, left. It's in, the big, it's in the Big Ten. It's in the Big Ten. I think he would have left for any number of jobs. I in, think he in would, the Power Five. In the Power Five. Or Power Four. UCLA, power four A&M. Now. Yeah, Power By Four. By the way, there's a tweet that says uh, that's suggesting UCLA is keeping Chip Kelly. Yeah. You guys shut up. Even after getting drilled at the end. So I guess beating USC <laughs> greater than getting your ass kicked by Cal. Well, I, so. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but it's from football scoop. Yeah. Who are you going to go get if you're UCLA at this point? Well, that's Mark Stoops? Did. Well, and, and, and they're and they're poor, <laughs> the too. Way, they don't have a bunch of money. Can exactly. I just say that Kentucky job? What a great job. Mark Stoops, he could be there forever. Yeah. They don't really care. They're, no. they're a basketball school. They're like, ah. And he does, they he does give you 75,000 fans a, a, every Saturday, yep. and they don't have the expectations of, like, you know, A&M. Yep. Oh, believe me, I, he's a good coach. Dude, there's part of me that I'd rather I'd rather play with the in the Kentucky Sandbox than go down there and deal with A uh, and M and that. I love that bunch of crazies. Yeah, which is totally. why I kind of like the Michigan State job. I love that A and M said Mark Stoops wasn't good enough for them. I know, and then hire Mike Elko. <laughs> well, he's their guy. If you've been in your yeah, you've been on their team before. Yeah. It's like, oh, welcome back. We yeah. love you. It just fans. Like why? <laughs> if you right. okay, that's less about the fans and more about if you're an administration. That cowers to the whims of fans and what they think. Yep. you're an idiot. Like well, you, you're you're already on yeah. the wrong track. Well, and that's like Tennessee and it's Texas A and M, and you hear these programs and trust a, trust yeah. it. Yeah, trust it. Hey, you know I'll give Rob Mullins credit. He whiffed a couple times. Yep. He he hit a home run with Dan Lanning, but yep. every time he's he was sure he guy. made the right hire. It wasn't yep. about the fans. Well, I remember when Pete Carroll got hired. USC fans killed him. Yeah. Well, he was like their fifth choice. Yeah. Wasn't turned he? out to be pretty good though. Back in the day. I just you know it, it just well when you cheat you can be good. So, <laughs> oh yeah, look that's... at you! <laughs> I had to get look that in there. Sorry. Look at you! It just it just goes to underscore how crappy the pack two on an island thing. And by the way, the only thing saving Dickert is that they, from Washington State, having the same fate is that Dickert fell off, and and he's not a he's not a name anymore. But Dickert would be the same thing. Had Washington State kept the season going and and won eight or nine games, we'd be doing this oh, exact same thing with Washington State. That reminds me. I will say this about Jonathan Smith. I think this is another good thing about him. He never bitched about nil, and he never said. It's your fault if you don't help. Yeah. Like stupid freaking Jake Dickert did. Yeah. You know who the latest guy to do? I, this drives me crazy. Uh, the latest guy to do this was Jim Mora Jr. I don't yeah. know if you saw him say this. Dion did it too. But Jim Mora Jr. is at UConn. They went three and nine, and he used it as a reason why they suck. And this should not be acceptable. I don't understand why coaches, well, I guess I do understand why coaches can say whatever the hell they want, why they're allowed to get away with it. But 
coaches like Jonathan Smith never said that. He never came out and said, no. you know, it's tough here and we really need you. And if you don't help, it's your fault if we're not winning. Dude, get out of here with no. that. You've always been behind the eight ball at Oregon State and Washington State. Obviously, it's much worse now. No question. But Jake Dickert bitching about that is just it's deflecting blame. Yep. And at least with Jonathan Smith, the thing about it is, is he he understood the landscape and he said, this is not for me. I cannot win here. And he got out. And I don't I don't know who would blame him for that. The other thing about him leaving that we don't know is how much he knows about how Oregon State could have prevented it. You know, perhaps he's sitting there listening to Scott Barnes the whole time going, dude, what are we doing? Let's let's you know, take this road. Let's, let's try this. Let's, I'm sure he was in with Scott Barnes on how it all went down. Perhaps Jonathan Smith is flat out livid at Oregon state for not protecting Oregon state. Possible. And, and we don't ever, he'll never say it because he's too nice of a guy, but I think he said it by hopping on a plane to East Lansing this morning. That says everything you need to know about how Jonathan Smith feels. So I don't, Boy, man, if if you're harboring ill will towards Jonathan Smith, I think it's misdirected. I do too, but I can't fault the fact that Beaver fan feels like you had a special season in front of you and you had a coach with one foot out seemingly for the last month and a half when you had two very close losses. That will never sit right with me, and it certainly won't sit right with Beaver fan. And now, unfortunately, I think you're just you're you're closing your eyes and crossing your fingers that December fourth rolls around, and for Christmas you don't get. 50% of your roster picked over. That's the scary part is All right. they're coming for you. Up next, one more uh, on this, and that is who should Oregon State hire? Uh, 347 on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll discuss the final Pac-12 Civil War. But uh, last little... Uh, topic here on uh, Oregon State what's going on there is who who they should go get. Uh, there are three names that I have heard. I haven't been looking too closely, but um, obviously the first name I thought of, and of course everybody's thought of it, uh, of it, is Trent Bray. Yeah, he didn't go with he didn't go with Smith. Originally he was. Linebackers and, coach. And then he wasn't. And by all accounts, he seems to be the front runner, and at least amongst the players, they're doing the, the uh, play for uh, play for uh, Bray. So, like, well, that that's going to be the play for Bray. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, a bunch of players. They have, like him. They like well, he's him. a players coach. He's young. He's energetic. His dad coached there. He played he there. Played there. He he's he has shot up the coaching ranks ever since they because I think his first coaching job was there, right? Like no, he's like Arizona State. Was he somewhere yeah. else? Okay, yeah. but he's he's uh, he makes a lot of sense. A ton of sense. Uh, the other two names uh, were Bronco Mendenhall. And he's been out for a little bit. He was a really good coach at BYU and uh, did an okay job at Virginia. And I think he has ties to Oregon State. Didn't he go there? I think he played there. Yeah. And he might have been their defensive coordinator uh, back in the day as well. And then Paul Christ, who is the old Wisconsin head coach, who was Mike Riley's offensive coordinator. He was an analyst this year at Texas, I think. And he interviewed. We know that. He has interviewed for the job. I haven't heard uh, if Mendenhall officially interviewed, but... So I mean, to me, it's it's Bray. Yeah. Of those three, I don't know if there's. I mean, sure, there's a lot of other names out there. Yeah. But I don't know who they are. Bray seems to make the most sense. Um, although there's something to be said for you know Chris, who had, had some success. Like he was kind of a victim of expectations at, at Wisconsin. He's a good coach, and having someone with a little more experience, um, you know, this might be kind of scary to go into this with a first time young head coach. 
Uh, this is this is some choppy water. So, wow. like, I, his I, record was good at Wisconsin. Yeah, he, he sixty-seven and twenty-six. Yeah, he was he was good, and he won every one of his so one, two, three, four, five, six, and one in bowls. Yeah, lost the one Rose Bowl. Nothing wrong with 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 him at Wisconsin. He just kind of fell victim to Barry Alvarez and the expectations at Wisconsin. And, yeah, I just wonder if he's you know. Um, with the NIL and transfer portal and the whole thing, like you know that we always talk about these coaches that get that sort of, or they kind of become dinosaurs in today's new age game, you know? Yeah. With that, uh, with the transfer portal and everything, I wonder if Chris is one of those. I mean, there's maybe a reason he hasn't resurfaced uh, with a record like that. Yeah, I would. Uh, I I would say that any. I, mean, I don't know that. Uh, yeah, I would say anytime you're interviewing a coach, to me, um, I think your your plan to be a dynamic recruiter, transfer portal, being able to sell a program, I think that is, I mean, obviously your acumen X's and O's and all that. I kind of think your ability to sell your program and, and, to, and to recruit and manage the transfer portal, I actually think that's maybe the most important thing going in today's game. And, and I, so I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know what, uh, what Chris has in that he doesn't I, I will tell you just from the the interviews i've seen with him and what i know he's not the most dynamic guy in the world um so like you said maybe there's something there but i, I do think with his record uh to me if i'm a beaver fan i may feel a little better about someone that's been around the uh the block a time or two that can kind of usher me through this because it's it's going to be rough but i totally get the uh the trent bray a hometown kid and uh, and one of your own, and and and, and kind of going young and, and dynamic that way, and the players love him. I totally get that. Do you uh, do you think they'll kick the tires around on like a Nick Rolovich, or is that just going to be Ooh. you know is his name just too hot? For I any... haven't heard boo, but Nick I certainly Rolovich. would. What about Art Bryles? Yeah, mm, that might be hey too now. Fun. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Oh, now, no. Rolovich would be a very interesting hire. I just I haven't heard his name once. I think he's like the OC for like the Sea Dragons of the AFL or whatever FL like fo extra football league is, is happening right now. But he's still around doing football just in college. Yeah, nothing, nothing the last year or so. So yeah, I just I, you you just don't know. But a, a decision has to be made now. Again, your biggest uh, thing that you got to figure out is December fourth. Transfer portal opens, and by the way, one of the uh, one of the national football writers that I follow, uh, Brad Crawford, he goes on Paul Feinbaum's show, or show all the time, twenty four seven. Uh, I saw this morning. Uh, he tweeted out. He goes, "I have seen the names that are going to go into the transfer portal," and he goes, "I can't speak on it yet because you know the the, the players don't want it." He goes, "You are going to be shocked at the number of big time the transfer portal." is just get ready every year now it's gonna be free agency hey man i'm all about it and I they it's fun and they washington state and oregon state anybody that you have that is worth a damn they are going to come in droves at your guys and you better have a guy you better have your nil ready you better have your sales pitch ready you better have your schedule ready and a path that you can tell your players going forward including the head coach hey, hey, hey. you got to do it and you got to do it now you got scott barnes though man you're in good hands. I'm waiting for... Oh, uh, wait. I love the statements about nothing to see here, we're fine, and then just everything continues to not be fine. Yeah. It's the Lebowski. Nothing is effed here, man. Nothing is effed. The plane has gone into the side of the GD mountain. Until Aiden Childs decides to transfer to Oregon. <laughs> then... Well, uh, my yeah. guess is... I think the Michigan State quarterback Michigan is, State. is entering the there transfer portal, yeah. so there you go. All right, Ducks dominate the final Pac-12 Civil War. We'll get to that next on The Fan. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.